0: Lock
1: Talk Radio
2: okay, Lock Talk Radio Amen, Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. And welcome to, Lord. he Lord. said, he said. All right. And we have um, our guest, and I will be your commentator for tonight. And our guest is going to be Elder Charles Lee, Reverend Maureen Lee, Pastor Toy Daly, and Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson. And everyone say hello.
3: Hello. Hello. Praise hello. the Lord. Praise, praise Him. Praise them.
2: Praise Him. Okay, last week uh, did we I mean, well two weeks ago? Did we have fun um, here last night on on this show here? Yeah. Yes, yes we
3: did. Yeah,
2: I'm Okay, so we're not going to be asking about uh, trash bags anymore this time. and um, Things of that nature. We're going to get a little bit serious here tonight. And um, uh, before we get started, do you want to um, just you know um, send a message out to anyone, um, any one of you, or all of you?
3: Before
4: we
0: get
4: uh, started. <laughs> Amen. We we just thank and bless God for everybody that's joining in here with us this evening. We welcome you to He Said, She Said. Um, we are sending out, for those who have not yet received it, we're still in the process of sending out the advertisements for this evening. But, hey, join in with us. If you have a question. You would like to ask, you could dial in at 319-527-6091 and just hit 1, and the referee for the evening will bring you in to talk with us directly. Amen.
2: All right. Anybody else want to uh, say something before we get started? Okay, so we'll just Uh go ahead and get, we're going to get right into it. Uh, You want to say something,
0: Maureen? No, 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 no.
2: okay. All right, so um, now uh, I'm going to ask uh, some more serious questions. Now, you know we have fun, and we still can have fun with, um, you know, some of the questions that that I'm going to ask you. <clears throat> so I'm going to ask um, both you and uh, and Charles a question, and the question is: What scares you about your about your relationship? You you want an honest
1: opinion on that one? Yes, sir. The only thing that scares me, and it's called life, and you can let me know if I'm right or wrong, and people, if you're here, you can call in, and I want uh, Todd and um, Pastor Toy to uh, see if they agree with me, is that one day one of us has to go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That be it for that me. That be it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yep, that yep, it yep. Before the other one, and, you know, that person is left here. That that's why you have to make your marriage strong now. Relationships, period. You have to make it strong because when that one person is gone, are you going to be able to carry
0: on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's going to be. It. I know uh, we we say we can do it, but it'll be hard losing your best friend uh-huh. after thirty years. It it'll be difficult. I told my kids they might have to put me in a uh, uh, some place for a couple weeks.
2: Until so I can get it together, right? <laughs> understood. Understood. All right. Uh, so we're gonna move on
3: over to the event
0: time. I, want, Todd
2: I to was to,
3: <laughs> ah, I think going to question. My fault. Uh, let me. I was going answer on that. I definitely agree on on that. That's 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 my definite one point. You know what I mean? We don't have 30 years. We have three. And that three years is something that happens to I'm, I'm crazy. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I like mm-hmm. about this, uh, um, going through our uh, marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling classes, because it makes you focus on yourself. You know, it makes you look at yourself, and, and you, it's got like this, uh, this baseball feel, and it starts off with um, the first base is personal history. And with personal history, you're breaking yourself down and letting your, your fiancé know. Deeper more in the parts about you, your feelings, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what happened in your past, what was what, what, what done to you. You know what I mean? Once you move from first basic on to second base with an affirmation um, uh, and and grace. You know what I mean? That's like asking people that you know in your family that you trust to tell tell, tell about you, to tell your fiancé about you. And once you get moved on from from, from second base go to third base, third base is deeper sharing. You know what I mean? And deeper sharing is where we're at right now, where we're – when you feel that way, you don't want you. You pray, you pray I praise God every day for it. You know what I mean? That's why we pray for it every day. You know what I'm saying? And once you go to third base, coming home is that um authentic oneness. You know what I mean? That's the baseball. How you, how you break it down? How your relationship be broken down? And that's the thing about it, man. You if if you're looking to get married, I mean you got to go and engage. If you're looking to get engaged, get into pre-marital counseling. I'm telling you, there are baggages that you had that you that you have buried so long that need to be dug up to be talked about. So it can be buried with both y'all, and they'll come up. It opens you up and seeing more about yourself. You know what I'm saying, it yes, gives you, it, it gives me more gratefulness under God to let me see me and to have a woman like her on my side and. And it's praising God like, why wow, you changed this much about me you you making me understand this is my about you. like my big my biggest thing in and it is is my rage, you know, I'm praising God, I'm learning how to control that that beast you know what I'm saying, but it's not pushing her away and that's my that's one of my other fears in in marriage, but it ain't as strong as this <laughs> and, but my fears like let she go you know what I mean being they're coming from mm-hmm. a family every I always had a male and female original mother and original father in the families, you know what I mean, seeing like my mother, my, my father my mom, my my mom, my dad go, then my mom go. I know how we felt, but I know how my mom felt when my dad went. You know what I mean? Me, my dad and my grandfather are trip are triplets. We identical. And when my pop my my father went, every time I went over my mom's house, I can see her seeing him and me. You know what I mean? Seeing his face. So I can understand that hurt you that missed she was feeling and that's what scares me in my relationship
2: hmm hmm Amen, amen.
0: You are so right about that marriage or counseling, pre-marriage. It, it's very important because I used to tell the women on the show is we carry so much baggage into our next relationship when we need to leave the baggage at the door.
3: Ah. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. And it's that, that, you that, grow that from each mistake you made. You have to grow and own it. If you made it, own it. But you can move on. Amen to that.
4: uh, And I used to agree with you on that one, be the baggage at the door. But now I'm at a place of it's time to unpack the baggage. Hmm. If I go on a trip, when I come home from my trip, I don't leave my bags packed forever. Even if I don't unpack as soon as I walk in my front door, at some point I'm going to unpack my bags. I'm going to clean my clothes. I'm going to pull out my new clothes. I'm going to trash some clothes that I only had for that particular vacation or trip. Um, and, and that's what we got to do in life. Sometimes we got to unpack our emotional baggage. We need to trash some stuff, clean some stuff, like yep. it, let go of some stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant by mm-hmm. leave it alone. I, like, I know. That's why... Yep.
4: I know. You that's why I went there with it, cause I was hearing. and the funny so part different. is, that's what that's what premarital counseling helps you do.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
4: go one deeper. If you not, even if you're not looking for premarital counseling right now, you know you have gone through a rough time in life. Go talk okay. to somebody. Oh. Tell it. Go talk to somebody. In the church, we are so we shy away. We do everything. Oh, just pray about it, pray about it, pray about it. Don't take me wrong. Prayer works. Yes, it pray, is. I'm a living witness that prayer works. However, I know that God has given men and women the intelligence and the ability to understand the psyche. And if you go and talk to somebody while you praying, it's easier to unpack that emotional baggage when you got somebody helping you to unfold them clothes. That's all I'm saying.
3: To tell you the truth, while you praying, God going to tell you to go talk to somebody. Because <laughs> God says, you, you know, in the book, and his, and his words, wise man seeks wise counseling. So, you, oh, and you, so while you sitting there praying, God going to tempt for a person in your mind and your spirit, and you're going to look for you can call and go talk to. So you're going to sing to somebody to hear from. You know what I mean? Go, but the thing about it is, you got to take them steps. It, it, it's, it's not an easy facing yourself. But you gotta face yourself,
0: yeah All right. another thing I tell people is before you move on to another relationship, you gotta love you, everything about right. you, love you, and once you can accept who you are and your mistakes you'll you'll grow from it. You will grow from it, you gotta own your mistakes and try not to make the same mistake twice.
3: Amen. All right. That's the best thing about that's the, that's the best thing about being human. I praise God for. When we make a mistake the first time, and when when, when we see ourselves giving a what in that same path, we can stop it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can stop. We can stop going down that way. You know what I mean? Because when, when like you said, like you said earlier, we learn from our mistakes. But if you continue making the same mistakes, you're in a cycle of just, of just a little cycle, going over and over the same thing over and over. You have to break that cycle. It has to be broken. Growth, growth does not. Growth comes from change. You have something has to change in order for growth to come. All right,
1: all, all right. right. Let me let, let me add a little bit to that. Uh, even I noticed through all the marriage counseling and stuff we've done over the years. I tell people when you keep doing a mistake over and over again, that gets to be a choice. It's not a mistake. Uh-huh. That's what you choose. Yeah, you're choosing to do that. Yeah. yeah, that's what you choose to do. See, you you got to change. And I've been learning that over the years, getting older, and uh, I can't never say a lot of gray coming in because it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not
1: but, but she, my, my wife carries the gray for me. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and she looks good with Amen. it.
1: But, um, you know, after a while, growing in God's grace, we we learn that it's hard sometimes to even as men to admit our mistakes. Yeah. And see, that's the bottom line we got to do, especially to our spouses. You know, yep. she, sometimes she don't want to see you buy a new dress for or buy a new car outside. She just want to hear you say, I'm sorry. It was my yeah. mistake. Yeah. You know, that goes much further than the diamond ring. Yeah. You know, they may say they want the diamond yeah, ring. You does. get that lady. Don't, don't get it during yeah. the, the situation
0: because mm-hmm. it's not
1: fitting. But
0: nah. just let them know, nah. you know I'm
1: sorry. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, it took me years to do that because we have that manly pride, you know, and that sticks yeah. out always be right. That's why I tell guys even when I do counseling with them, I say, sometimes even when you're right, you got to be wrong.
3: You he said, well, right. what
1: you mean? I said, it ain't always about you, having the last word. It's not. I just like peace in my house.
3: Ain't that the truth?
1: And, you know, <laughs> remember the old saying that God said to me all the time even when I was in the prison, uh, happy wife, happy life. I said, how you know you ain't married? <laughs> 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 take
3: take that word
1: I had a friend. We don't leave nameless, Maureen, okay? <laughs> Come on. I had a friend because, you know, when me and Maureen started first buying our cars with the girls, we always bought them vehicles to the size of our families. So I had bought a brand-new mm-hmm. Durango, and a friend of mine told me, because I had a Durango, and what, what we had at, uh um...
0: The Caravan? The Dodge,
1: Dodge Caravan. Yeah. It was in good shape. had the engine rebuilt and everything. So that's what I drove, you know, and so I let her die, drive the Durango, um, the Durango. So you know my friend had the nerve to come up and tell me, oh man, you you should you should be driving a better car because you know look at it you paid all that money for that car and you, you driving the minivan and you know it got me back from point A to point B and if anything got broke on it I knew how to fix it. So I told him I said let me explain something to you. I said I said first off you need to mind your business, okay I said because okay. we're doing. This we got your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said, but you know what? The reason I said, since you wanted to know, I really ain't got to tell you. But I, I said we're in this conversation now. I said the reason, if you want to know why my wife drives the best car, I said, cause she drives my kids around. Okay, so she mm-hmm. needs the best She's not a mechanic. She don't know how to fix a car. I said now, nah, most of the cars I have, if something go wrong with it, I know what's wrong. She will tell you instantly, and if I can't fix it, I get a mechanic. But I'm talking to a man that didn't have a job or no cars or anything. So I had to look at the source it was coming from. Uh-huh. You know, it was coming from a sideways source. He was talking out the side of his mouth. So I told him, I said, look, we just going to leave this alone before we go to some place that don't need to go.
3: Amen. That's right. Right to that. <clears throat> All right. So um, we're
2: going to move on to the next question. and um, Like I said, you know, no, no um, answer is wrong. And it's just like there's many different ways that you can skin a cat. And, um. Each and every one of the answers that's provided is, you know, excellent, healthy um, decision that you know everyone is making. So, you know, sometimes the problem really is yourself, and you know, and you may be at fault. You know, there may be a habit or a behavior trait that just drives your significant other, you know, probably up, to the, up, up the wall. And a good way to figure that out is um, simply ask this one question: What can I do better? So um, to answer that, I'm going to go and uh, we're going to ask Pastor Toy uh, her answer on what can I do better. Okay, wait, I'm trying to. I, I'm I'm a little confused. What can I do better? What can you yes. do better, or what can he do better? Okay, <laughs> so it's what you can do better. All right, so uh, okay, let me just. Let me just, you know, like I said, sometimes we may have a habit or a behavioral trait that may not drive someone crazy, but, you know, it's something that they feel as though you can work on. And Mm -hmm. I'm just asking the question, you know, what can you do better? Not hold stuff
4: so long. Okay. I'm I'm like, I, I'm going to use this a, a statement I heard my pastor say, and when he said it, I was like, oh, we're in common in that area. I'm like a freezer. I can hold some stuff for a long time. I can hold some stuff, and you wouldn't even know I was holding it, because mm-hmm. I, I would still – like, if, if, if God says I can cut you off, then I ain't going to deal with you, but I will still, God bless you. I'll still pray for you when the Lord lead me to. I will still all that stuff, but I'm sitting there looking at you like, "Mm, okay. Thank you for showing me who you really are. So for me, I would say Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to let go of some
2: stuff. Okay. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So Evangelist Todd.
3: For me, (laughs) I know, it's my rage. I i I just I'm a type of person like I I'm about respect, you know when you study played a lot of martial arts growing up, boxing growing up, I studied a lot with um another style of Japanese on a respectful letter. And I always am always about respect for my speech to you, I talk to you. I'm not the type of person when you that 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 that's in the somebody trying to talk 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 down to you, look down their nose on you. That type of thing is just get under my skin. You know what I mean, but there's some things that that my mind may think of and I get angry on. You know what I mean, and I don't. Once I get angry, I don't care if I'm angry at the person down the street. If you come up next to me, that anger's gonna pour out on. That's my rage, and that's a part I'm learning how to control. You know what I mean? Like God said, be angry but don't sin. So now ain't nothing wrong with being angry, but don't allow your anger to pour out where you don't need to go at. So I'm learning. Taking a lot of, of steps and measures and learning how to control that rage, you know what I mean? And it's a beautiful thing because some things have been happening and I haven't been acting any way that I used to act. So the growth is there. Change has come. But I know I still have more to work on because as long as I'm living, I'm always going to have that rage. <laughs> it ain't like this I'm like, Okay, I'm out of here. It ain't, yeah, ain't going to say I'm out of here. As long as I'm living, like I, as, a, as an exorcist, I always tell people. You have Jesus all day long while you're on this earth to help you to defeat these demons. And as long as you're living, you have these everyday demons that's going to keep coming at you. Does it make a difference on how much you pray for this day or how much you've done? Because once you have done what you've done for the day and the day is done, you have what God allows you, you have tomorrow. So as long as you keep living, you're going to keep fighting so don't think that because something that you're, that you're controlling inside yourself has gone, that's a fooling yourself. It's always going to be there. You're always going to have to control it. You know what I mean? So I'm learning, and that's, that's the best thing for me. I, I praise God for that calling of an exorcist because it teaches me a lot on how to defeat my own demons, you know? And for me right. happening to teach somebody else how to walk that path and how to how to fight, I got to put my armor, on and keep mine strong, you know. And because of being an exorcist, it's like a bump in their head because you, now you're constantly under an attack because they don't want you to do what God's saying you out to do. So I'm constantly in a fight, and they're constantly attacking what they know that they think they know, not what they know, but today what they think they know can get to me. And they all know all his rage. Just like somebody say this. I've learned to pray for people, you know. That's the best thing about it when you turn things over to God. It gives you what's called the discernment. You can see anything before it even happens. That's we start praying. Praying against them demons. And it changed that whole atmosphere. You know. So like I said, my thing to answer that question is the rage is my rage. All right. Amen. All right. Amen.
1: Amen. amen. You know, okay. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. So I'm so we want
1: gonna... it's like um you can ask it one time, cause it, it, everything they say, we just the same way and the same people. More mm-hmm. Ma- holds holding
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like for me, I hold, I don't express myself. It okay. like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me that all the time. Express yourself, and I just look at them. It's like I, and like no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but that's my, I. I have a bad problem with that expression. And, 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 and pass
1: the tour. Mm-hmm. You you know what I nicknamed that, right? What? Right. Y'all y'all are what I call emotional hoarders. Y'all got to get mm-hmm. you got to be emotional mm-hmm. hoarders. Then, then it builds up to where the day that y'all do do it, we had to tell everybody no. She don't need to go and B two or three.
0: I'm
1: just like Todd on the other side. She don't show enough emotions. Sometimes I show too many emotions. Uh-huh. And I have to know how to pull back. And, and, and Todd, I call us. People say anything about us. I say, well, look, see, guys, not finished with us yet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. we we still we in like the work in progress. Oh, and my we God. That.
3: We know that.
0: So,
1: so, see, we have to it, sit it, back. Sometimes Maureen used to, he used to say, she said, Charles, why did you say that? Because I be saying stuff to people, Todd, and they say, he can't be human. Because I, I got my, laying the husband one day and I told I told the lady, I said, Look, you better get your husband out here if I snap his neck off and you know, down his down his neck and Uh throat. And Uh I said I said, Look, I will pull your eyeballs out, rip your heart out of your chest and give it back to you before you hit the ground. I said, Don't do that. You don't want to take it to another level that I don't need to go to, and God, God is working with His time. I'm telling you, He's working with yeah. it. I think that's that military contra- yeah. rage. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> See See, that, that's the thing. That's the thing you got to get to understand too. When you when you're trained to do something, and it's not even like I said, it's not even the point of being trained. It's when you use the training to get yourself from point A to point B. When you see what they trained you does work. When you come back home, when I got back home, I was crying kind of air from the door no lie that raves you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and what people don't understand is you you're facing and dealing with some things that you ain't never as you may see on a movie screen
0: you may turn right. your
3: head from it you know what i'm saying i can't turn my head turning my head cost somebody life you know what i mean so so when you when you, mm-hmm. when you when you have something inside of you that's eating at you and running at you you know when somebody start talking at, when somebody starts talking to you all you can see it means just, I, I'm like, my, my thing was, I keep talking, about I'm going to pull your skin off your face. I understand. <laughs> that's real. bro. Right, that's, that's why God gave me battle scriptures. Now I mean? Isaiah 4, 54 and 14. Isaiah 54 and 17. Luke 4 and 8. My battle scriptures. And I use them. <laughs> what do I use them? All right. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'm like, listening to you. You sound
0: like y'all. I'm like, oh, wow. We go to the store He looking around for glass bottles, cans, in case
1: something break off. He got weapons.
3: I'm like, you know, keep on, I keep one with me. My, I keep one in my
0: right
3: pocket. <laughs> oh, always. See, Toy yeah. got joke with me. Toy got a joke with me. Like, which knife should I put in my cockatis? Should I wear my red and black knife with my black and white Jordans? Should I wear my white knife? <laughs> With my blue Jordan, with my all-blue knife, with my blue Nikes. <laughs> trust, trust me, when you it's, – it's like this. God made, made us warriors. And once you're a warrior, you're always it's – not, it's not something – that's what you're made to do. You know what I'm saying? It's what you were made to be. We just have to learn how to take that fighting mentality into a different atmosphere like god taught me how to get from the flesh to the spirit as an exorcist so how my tenacity was in the streets of fighting that's how we with praying so i got to study more i gotta get deep into because i got I'm, i know i'm going into a war when when somebody's wants, going to god's gonna send us somewhere for somebody the house to be exercised or somebody needs to be prayed somewhere down the line that, that during that day it's going to happen so i have to prepare myself for that and that's what a warrior does prepare itself for he knows he's going into battle so, as spiritual warriors, we know we're going into battle. We need to study the Word of God and keep it on our mind so so much that it's it, it, that you're breathing, that you're sleeping, it, you're, you're, you're thinking it. Because when you're walking down that street, and that little simple thought, of that, and you may have, you listen to the word. Right, you're walking down the street, or you're listening in the car, and you got gospel playing. At that moment of time, you playing gospel. Demons are still plotting against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. to keep that on our mind. And the only way they can get to you is what's inside, what lies inside you. So it's because you got, while well, a demon inside of us is called a door opener. And that's that demon that opens that door and lets the test of the other demons through. Demons know how to get to that door open and try to get that door open for them. So you're constantly in the everyday battle fight. And the word of God is what you need to get yourself up. And you're
0: so right.
2: Amen. Amen. And so, you know, uh, the, the great part of um, everything that you know everybody answered is that you know what can you do better, and the whole thing is that you're already working on a solution before you even get to that problem. And um, you know, great yeah. job to you know all you guys. And um, it's just great to have you know uh, that that mind thought of saying, hey, I already know that you know I have you know you know something that I could work on and. You're already working on it, and that's that's just great to hear that you have that that mindset in in motion, and that's great uh, because Man. your idle mind, you know, leaves things Ooh. open in other directions. So once you have Ooh. your mindset on something, you know, positive, you know, you're going to be going in in, in a a positive yes. direction. So you know, like I said, yes. it's, it's great to hear There's answers from each and every one of you. And um, so the next question I'm going to ask you. You know, um, and this is something um, that you might have to dig in deep, so just give it a minute, you know, to sink in. And so the question I'm going to ask you is, uh, what is your long-term goals, you know, either individually or together as a uh, a couple? Start off with the leads.
0: My long-term goal is just keep surrendering everything I have to help. That that's all my my, my, everything we've been through in the past. I would say six years with raising the kids and learning to really leave them where they are and let God deal with them. I just want God to get the glory in my life. I just want when I walk in to see who I am and who I belong. Amen. Amen. Yeah, my my long term
1: to um, to get get closer to my father cuz that'll make me get closer to my wife. You know, and the more right. I love on him, the more he's going to teach me how to love her better. All and right. you know, just, just to make our make our relationship what what Christ wanted it to be cuz you know it, it's they, they tell you about marriages in, in in the Bible that you know we're examples, you know, to how mm-hmm. relationship so you know, people always say this, say that, but you got—I mean, you—you you got to watch yourself in and, and out of the church. You know, we just can't That's wait right. Sunday to get to church and just straighten up and you know put on the nice Sunday clothes on and and put put our good attitude on. We got to be that twenty-four-seven because you are being watched.
4: Amen. Mm-hmm. It,
1: it gets a big thing of, you know—it's just like even Todd Todd to tell you, even when we was in the military, they tell you a soldier twenty-four hours a day.
0: Twenty-four. Know, wow.
1: so whatever, reflects <laughs> God yeah. So I want to be you know a good Servant to where He can look and say you know well even behind closed doors because he sees whatever you do You know it is yeah, like uh, I'm to Look and say even when nobody else is looking because I'm always looking Crisis I'm always looking even when nobody else is looking yeah. he's doing I would say nobody's doing a hundred percent But say I say he's doing like 90 95 percent of what is making me look good, because we're supposed to do everything to his glory, amen, amen. Come on, down. Well, you know, they, they go to church every Sunday, but then when I see them on Monday, they're in the park smoking weed uh, wow so, okay you, you know so i I mean, and even even um the 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 people that don't believe in God is watching us and yeah they they they, they more they, they watching more, yeah, 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 but the thing is they, they pick. They're they gauging us by what we do, and they gauge you. You can't gauge all Christians by that. Mm-hmm. But they nah. gauge you
0: and say, somebody, somebody looking at it and they gauge and say, well, do all Christians do that? You know what? Yep. Can I cut you? Yes. You can come here. It's just funny that he said that because we had a pastor. I introduced Pastor Toy to John Whitaker, Pastor John Whitaker, and before mm-hmm. he gave you a position in the church, did he, he didn't tell you he was coming to your neighborhood and talk to your neighbor. He said, "I'm past. I just want to know how these people are. Like honestly, straight." And we didn't later. know he was there. We didn't know he was coming. And then yeah, he called us all into the church one at a time, and that's when he gave positions and set people down.
1: But he told us when he came to the neighborhood, he didn't tell us because he told us individually about what people said this and that. But when he told us that he came in our neighborhood, you could see people slumping down in chairs.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what's it, Why are you slumping down in the chair? Cause I, I'm like this twenty four hours a yeah. day. You know, if you make me mad, I might snap, and I, I say, "Excuse me." You know, even my pastor yeah. there. Cause when we went out with him and we did street ministry, I had to be by him his whole time because I say I ain't let nobody hurt
0: my pastor out here. Right.
2: And they. Knew it. So
1: you always say what's so
4: the life is not even funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's how it has to be. Somebody need to.
2: Come into your area see who you are. Yep. Mm. Nobody's, nobody's looking. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Pastor Toy.
4: Yes. Yeah. My long-term goal. My long-term goal is to make it in. Amen. I feel like if I, if I make it in, it handles everything else because everything I got to do to make it in. Amen. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You got to be obedient to God's word. Like we was talking earlier and I said how one of the things I got to work on is letting go. Well, see, the reason I started holding on to stuff was because I didn't always hold stuff. If you gave it to me, honey, I was going to cook it up, grit, season it, feed it right back to you. I was right with you. That's what you want. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing today. Come on. I got you. I got that side. But see, God had to teach me some things with it. And in teaching me, it wasn't because I was sitting somewhere praying God control my anger. I was praying, God, I want to be more like you. And as I was praying, God, I want to be more like you, he was like, yo, what you doing That Ain't hey, me? Mm-hmm. Like, look at me and mm-hmm. look at what you're doing. I mean, you know, we always talk about the grace, mercy, and love of God. He do have a vengeful and the angry side, too. And I'm one of them ones that when he when he's sick of it, I'm one of them ones who'll say, okay, toy, go ahead. But I have to wait for him to say, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people all the time, they'll go, oh, you're a female. You got to start. No, I'm God's ram in the bush. And what I have been learning how to do is to be obedient to the voice of God so I know when to be the ram and when to be the dove, when to be the lion. <laughs> when to be the lioness so it you know because the lion just stay at home and chill the lioness go hunting fighting and everything so it, it's being obedient to god's voice so my long-term goal is to be able to one day hear god say to me come on in by good and faithful servant that that's that's my long-term goal because if i can make that goal then I'm good with my husband or my husband-to-be. I'm good with my children, my grandchildren, my mother, my friends, relationships, and everything else, because for me to make it in, i got to walk like Christ.
3: Amen. Amen. Long time, long time ago, well, my truth being, God open opened my spiritual eyes or something, and to sit down and have to so write out one of our lessons for the real rap. To sit there with Jesus. To, to sit here, and this is how it really starts off. I'll sit here and I say, Okay, Jesus, what did God want to speak on? now I'll watching TV, like 15, 20 minutes later, these thoughts start coming through my mind. And these thoughts are coming, coming to me are building the thought up because it's building the title. Like our next month's title is Know Your Demons. So. Jesus told me I got all these books that we study on every day, of the Bible, and to, to start and for him to give that title and then start giving out instructions and start to put this and to sit down and grabbing the books and going through it and hand and put this and, st- and say this and, this and this and this and then go from that to the final copy and to sit back and read all that to have God to, to, to remember how that got started just blows my mind every month. It never ever that connection with Christ, that 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 being with him, that just you know, just to know that he's there and and to see and to feel him. I mean, my long term goal in life, like coming from experience all that Lucifer had to offer, it compares nothing to what God has to offer. It makes me understand Luke four and eight a whole lot better. When Lucifer told Jesus to bow down to him and I would give you as all your eyes can see. I understand Jesus' response to get thee behind me. Because when you look at that all through Luke, Jesus has been telling Lucifer, it is written, for it is written, it is written. But here, Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written. That showed a sign of the test. Like, who are you to offer me anything? First and foremost, you did not create none of this. You, God, got his footprints on you. You know. And and for God to, for Jesus to keep open my eyes more and more to how minute and how weak Lucifer is and his demons are and to see, physically see through Christ the authority as an exorcist we have over them. My long term goal to my breath is, th- is to teach others how to do the same thing. Like I feel yeah. sick and tired. I mean, I love my, my, my fiance. I love her to death, and I, know, I, know, I already know that she's covered through Christ with me. I'm not going to let her down, because my fear is letting God down. That's my number one fear in the world. Like, I know God gave me the spirit of non-fear, but that's mine, letting him down. But as an exorcist to do what we do, we walking down, Kelly drives, she got attacked. It's immediately, we cast that demon away. You know, and as soon as we did that, another spirit walked up and touched me on my shoulder. I didn't think she seen a spirit. on my thank you. That's how. That's what I'm saying. If, not, if you don't experience things like that with God, you really. It's not oh, Like you don't. I mean, like it's hard for me to really explain explain it to you because it's not. Exorcism is not a job that I. I invite a lot of people. It's, it's not because it, I'm I'm i I'm scared of doing this. That's why I feel so comfortable knowing that Christ is there with me. I'm not boldly jumping in this. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it, I wouldn't say it was forced, but that it, it sure though was. Let me know you're not going to nothing else. It's what you was created to do. <laughs> you know. But mm-hmm. to have Christ with me constantly. They hear him talk about, pray for that person, pray for this, pray for that to stop, pray, watch the news. I see that happen, pray for them to be caught, three days later, they get caught, pray to see that. My pastor got mad at me, not mad, mad, but you know what I'm like, why don't you call me and let me know things Is how y'all going, things going on? And my response to him was, pastor, when you're praying, no matter what you're praying for, and you physically are watching God answer and answer and answer he makes it hard for you to go to anybody and ask for anything it's not mm-hmm. that I'm I'm cutting you out but God has shown me come to me I got you and that's that's my long-term goal to teach people God got you
1: through Christ amen amen that's right, amen. That's right. And, and it's signs that people don't know why I couldn't get that car why I
0: couldn't get that house?
3: Right. Wasn't opposed to. Wasn't written for you at that no, time no. period. That's, that's the thing everybody got to understand when God says no. Got to accept his no's. All well, because you saying no to me is not meant for you or meant meant for you at that time period. Or it's no good for you. You know what I mean? But you've got to accept God's no's because his no's is what brings on his yeses. God could just say no before he says yes. He knows. He know what's in it before you want this, but he doesn't see the the the, the full of it before you even get there. So he answering you no, but we get mad and upset, saying, "Oh, Seth's saying thank you," but then he reveals to you why he said no. You know what I'm saying he he will be to you why you, but you got to be openly spirit to see that to receive that. That's right. That's
1: right. Mm-hmm.
3: That's right.
1: And, and and Rob, can I intervene with something real quick? Because I just thought about sure. Uh, God God always has his hand on you and certain things we even talk to you and Pastor Toy about and most people they hear about it and they be like, What? I had a godson and we uh his, his father died. So, you know, he he wanted me at the funeral, you know, to support him. So I went to the funeral and we stand by the gravesite, and everybody's sitting out there, you know, I knew a couple people that had came, I didn't know they're just family members. But they said, oh, yeah, we, we related to Jamil and this and that, and they went on and on. So I had a guy, tied that came up to me, and he was talking to me. He said, uh, who who died?
3: Right.
1: I told him, I showed him, you know, and showed him the obituary, and he said, oh, oh, he's going to be fine. Right. So I told him, Jamil's mother, that was at the funeral, between me, Maureen, and her, we was the only two people that seen them. Right. So she... Said, well, who did you talk to? And see, so this is how I know it. This is when I get excited about God doing things in my life, because everybody don't go through this. So when she said, what did he look like? So you know you open the obituary and you have pictures wow. in there?
0: So I yeah. opened the obituary,
1: and I showed her. I said, this is him right here. She said, that's the one that he's being buried on top
2: of. Uh. Oh. oh, wow. I said, uh. huh?
1: Oh. Uh-huh. Uh. That's the one he's being about. So his spirit came to me while we sitting out there, and I told God, I said, God, you know what? You must really look upon me with, with, with bright eyes and smiles because everybody don't go through this.
0: Well, so yeah. God knows
1: where
3: everybody everybody can't handle everything.
1: Yeah, and He know who can handle what.
3: Right, right, so when I, right.
1: He said that's his brother. I said that's his brother. She said he's the one already in the grave and. Jamil's father is the one being buried on top of him. And,
3: and you know what? It didn't get wow. a whole lot of rocks because I know what God can do. Yeah. And I just looked at it. That's it. So, real quick, I, had, I, I was in a um, supermarket and was short $2. A lady in mm-hmm. front of me, all up in your memory, she had on a red. Sweater. It's a white woman. She had on a red sweater. When I looked at her, she looked kind of funny. I'm like, okay, but she's in front of me. She's real nicey. She, even around her, you can feel it. In that fact, I, I, I was feeling like something was going, like something I had going on that is a long time ago, but I'll never forget it. And so I, I, I walk up behind her, I'm like, you know, you start feeling the music. Start the music in this store, and some kind of music that I like. I'm like, wow, these white people are actually playing this stuff in here right now. Like, wow. <laughs> but it got me in a better mood though. So I'm winding up behind her, and remember she's in front of me. So she packs her stuff up and goes, while I'm ringing my stuff up. Guy said, I'm two dollars short. I said, dollars. Oh, I'm two dollars short. She was like, here you go. I said, All right, thank you, ma'am. And boom, when she gave the money, gave it to him. And my back pocket was five dollars. So I'm me go, I gave her back a two dollars to her. Now, from where I was at to where to the front door was that was a long walk. I don't care. I looked there, I looked up, I looked over. She was gone. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down, asking people, yo, you see that woman in that red sweater? They was like, nah, what you talking about? I go outside, and the people stand out front. I said, yo, my man, you see a white, white woman come out here with a red, bright red sweater on? He is like, nah, man, I have been standing for the last 15 minutes, I ain't seen nobody. I was like, okay, Lord, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened in West, I had a different scenario. I'm sitting, there talking to person, and, and they was going through something. So we started talking. Two people walked up and. And right there, you could just feel the spirit. Cause we were talking about Christ and guys, and better, we started praising like that. When my man and me started walking away, he went to the store. I kept going. I just stopped at them at the block. This is the West, a long block. I stopped. Turned, something started to turn around. I turned around. They were gone. <laughs> I, I just started laughing. Right. Like, Lord, you something? No. <laughs> like, I said, there's no way. There's no way they go up this block that fast. <laughs> you know? Wow. Hey, it's
1: so good you know. But he, yeah. he does
3: it just needed. Actually, he shows those gifts to those he got something for. It's not for everybody. We already know the guy said, "Oh, wasn't it? Called? Oh, so many car, but so so many choosing." We know how, how that goes. Many are few are yeah. yeah, many are called, a few are chosen. Well, those chosen ones got gifts. <laughs> yeah. And he has to he has to reveal those gifts to you. That's how you know that you're chosen. Like like with Moses, he told Moses, to put his hand along inside his going pulled out his hand was white. So I'm put it back. It was black. He went, oh, okay. Only you can do that. <laughs>
0: that's, right,
3: that's, right, that's right. Only you can do that. You know what I mean? Can't nobody else touch me like that and break up a second and another second. Come on, man. So the chosen ones have certain gifts that God has for them, but he has to reveal them to them. And the first way he reveals them to them is by letting you know he got angels. Didn't he say we'll put angels down around that, that guard you and be there for you? He's, he's just proving his words. He's just proving his words. Sure. But, but for those who are chosen. Now everybody can do this fight. There's so many, and the body of Christ, there's, there's some people are just followers. You know what I mean? Some people just be followers. But there's all those, the chosen ones, who are to lead the followers. And those are the ones that got us all those special gifts. So like I would tell people, when you walk in with Christ, you got perks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Tell them, just, tell saying, look, just saying his name, uh, you don't even have to shout his name out when a demon attack you. Jesus' name is so powerful, all you have to do is just thank it. Amen. In your mind. In your mind, you just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They're going to say, okay, we out. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, you got to. You got to. And that name is going. But they're coming back. That's the thing. with God, want everybody to understand, though. They're coming back. So prepare yourself for it.
1: power in that name.
3: That's
2: yes, right. Amen. 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 Okay, so we're um, around the time of the call of salvation, and uh, I wanna if, um, want to see if any one of you wants to offer the call of salvation. And immediately, I'll do the announcements.
4: Well, we just thank and bless and praise God for everybody that has joined in with the, this, uh, <laughs> this evening. You know, it, it, it's funny because. So many times we come on Purpose Kingdom Network and there's somebody preaching and teaching or praying about something, but sometimes we need to just come and talk about what's going on in life, what people are dealing with. And when you come and you can hear the power of God in what people are dealing with. See, I like people to come up to me and they'd be like, well, how do you know that God's word is true? You weren't there. You don't know if Moses is real. You don't know if Jesus got up. You don't know if Paul did what he said and all of that. And, you know, that's what they tell us. And normally we're trained to talk to them about faith, but I bless God about those perks. You heard evangelists. And Rev and Elder talking about when you work with Christ, we get those perks. Those perks are he begins to show himself to you in your lifetime. So you might not have been there to see Jesus raise the dead in the biblical time, but in the name of Jesus, you have seen people get up in this lifetime. You may not have been there to see him heal the woman with the issue of blood In biblical times But I'm here to tell you today As a living witness I watched him heal a woman With an issue of blood Which would have been me Hallelujah God uh, You may not have been there To see him chase deaths away from uh, Peter's mother-in-law, Hallelujah. But I was there to see him chase death away from my mother when she was when she was um, going through lung failure. I saw him chase death away from my grandmother three times before he finally called her home. And I really believe he called her home then because she was laying in her bed saying, "God, did you forget I was here? Um, it's been 102 years. When you gonna come get me?" So I'm just saying God is real. He is real, people. And those things that you hear, those miracles that you hear about in the Bible that you've heard people testify about, you can experience them in your own life. But it all starts with first confessing Christ as your personal Savior. And not just confessing him, but you've got to accept him. You have to believe in that what you're saying. You know I saw a Count Dracula movie one time, and the Dracula was about to bite somebody, and they pulled the cross out and held it in front of him and you know they thought because the cross Dracula's supposed to be afraid of the cross, and Dracula looked at the man and said, "Yo, you got to believe in that." For that to work. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. That's a sermon right there. You got to believe in that for that to work. You have to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. You have to believe in the power of what he did on the cross for your own personal sins, for your shortcomings. next the world for you. Just for what you've done wrong, and if you can believe it and accept that gift that God gave, you can say this simple prayer, and I promise you, once you do, your life is going to begin to change. Hallelujah, God. And the prayer is just, Father God, I come to you this evening accepting the gift of your son, Jesus. I ask him to come into my life. I ask him to forgive me of my sins, and I ask him to begin to make me anew even right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, then you just tell somebody. You don't have to wait until Sunday school, Bible study, Sunday worship, Sabbath worship. All of that is about joining a church membership. You can call somebody on the phone. You can send out a text. You can tell the person sitting next to you, hey, I've accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. And according to God's word, once you make that confession of faith, you are saved, and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until then, bless God. That's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here just for you. Minister Rob is going to come on, and he's going to give you some announcements on how you can continue to follow us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, and then we will be continuing on
2: with the ministry. Right. Rob? All right, all right. This is the product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us online or listening to us via phone. We greatly appreciate your listenership and your support of us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And uh, we also thank those that share with their friends and family members. Thank you so much. And uh, any time you want to listen to any of our Past shows, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom. You can simply type in the host name or the show name and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Uh, we also, uh, are broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom. When we do a live show, we have a calling number, which is 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to any one of the hosts, you can just press the number one and we'll get you in as soon as we can. And uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom on Facebook, at, at Facebook. <clears throat> there you'll see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we'll make major announcements on that social media page, as well as others, as far as Instagram and Twitter, which is under Purpose underscore Kingdom. If you want to correspond with us via email, you can correspond with us at purposekingdomnet@gmail.com, at gmail.com, where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send in a prayer request, we gladly honor that. And those in need of a Bible, you can just leave a contact information and we see about getting you a Bible. Um, also, uh, we uh, do have a radio network, which is okay. pkn.com, as well as Radio Co. And at pkn.com, you can listen to 24 Hours of Music of Inspiration. Okay, and also... Uh, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, and we're going to be having Study for Life, which is going to be hosted by Pastor Toy Daly. And once again, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Study for Life, and that's going to be hosted by Pastor Toy Daly. All right, and with that, that's going to be the end of our announcements, and we're going to get back into the show. And, you know, um, one of the, the cool parts of um, – being in a relationship is that you have that special bond. And from time to time, there are uh, moments of, of uh, like, uh, significance. You'll never forget, you know, what happened and, you know, how it happened and where it happened. And one of the moments I just want to, you know, ask um, each and every one of you, has there ever been a moment where uh, for no reason at all, that you look at each other and then all of a sudden you burst out laughing. And <laughs> I know that there might have been many moments of those instances, but I would like to just hear uh, if there is um, any instances where that just happened. So I want to go to Evangelist Todd because I think I heard him <laughs> laugh out a little bit. And uh, let's ask him that, uh, you know, has any of those moments happened? <laughs>
3: Constantly, constantly, That's that's the thing, I thought, I said, well, I praise God, because, like, he got, uh, uh, has a marriage couple for 30 years together on the, on here, and he has a couple that's been together for three years, and that's a good thing for listeners, because there's people in the same positions out there listening, you know, and for us, together, for being together for three years, we have a lot, it's, man, it's like, I don't know, I, I, I we have our little jokes towards each other, you know what I mean? Little things we say to each other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're like, mm-hmm. we like movies and stuff. So if they once in a while, we sit there or, or somebody would say something, and you're around us and you say something, damn, we're going to look at them and laugh at that, you know what I mean? If, if if a thought come across her mind and she's speaking on something and and I'm speaking on it, and it's, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, just, it's always, it's, it's hard to put a like, one, like, one incident. It's just so many of them, like... <laughs> Oh, man. Is this anyone, any time, minute, any minute, you just sit there and just look and just start laughing or something?
4: Well, I know my favorite one. My favorite one was um, right around when we first got engaged and I started introducing him to family and friends. And at the football field for our football team, to the children, I'm grandmoms, to all the other coaches, I'm mom. And – one coach, his name, I'm going to just say Coach G, because that's what we call him, Coach G. And I was like, son, before you leave, I got to introduce you to someone. And, you know, I showed them the ring and told them we had gotten engaged. And he said, where is he at? And at that particular time, Evangelist Ty was sitting down the other children in the team, and I pointed down to him, and I'll never forget it. He looked at me and he said, hey mom what christian com front of the church sitting pew did you find this man on and at the time he said it todd looked up at me i looked up down at todd and we both bust out laughing now todd didn't even know what was being said it was just <laughs> it was just the funniness of it like he felt something really funny had just been said to me And we looked at each other and just both bust out into this really hard laugh, which became funnier after I told him the statement (laughs) and why I was initially laughing. But I I was like, well, why would you say that? He said, well, just look at him. He looked like he's sitting on some pastor's first pew as an armor bearer, head of the deacon board, church security, something.
3: I'm like, yeah, how are you gonna hype one? They don't even know me. Like, how you gonna just say that? <laughs> spirit of God, the spirit of God is on you. <laughs> I was like, damn, man, that was that was that was funny. That was definitely funny. That's how it be, man. Yeah, you know, and, and and that's why that's why I praise God. It's like we're so close. Uh, we're short. We're so close in a short time. You know what I mean? And like, like we we sat down and 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 talked and said, look, I told her the spirit. God told me you're not gonna get married to your friends in classes. That's I told her, look, we're going to wait three friends on marriage conference, then we're we'll going to postpone the, the wedding until then. She's like, man. She started laughing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? She's like, man, because I was just praying to God yesterday because God told me that same thing. I was like, well, I need for you to tell him
4: that because <laughs> I, I don't
3: know how he going to feel about that. You know what I mean? And she said, God told me, you're going to be okay with it. Okay, he'll be okay with it. I'm like, yeah, because you're going to tell <laughs> me. not know he going to be okay, okay with it. Okay? Not, because, not because he's telling me, going, but once I say so, he's going to be okay. But that's how I felt, though. Like I said, i reading the book stuff that opened up for me. I, that's what I wanted. But that's just how things be, man, in a short period of time. That growth is so, that's because the spirit is so strong. That's the thing about you, when, 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 like the, the guy's putting in my drop in my spirit now for those that are lifting up and uh, engaged. Your spirits have to be entwined. You got to be in, in with Christ. You got you to be in line with God's words. You got to be obedient to what God is telling you to do. And you got to follow that. And I'm saying? We all fall short to the glory of God. But don't be obedient to him, disobedient to him. I mean, you got you got to know that we're humans, we want, we want to make mistakes, but what type of mistakes are you making if the question has been asked? Stand strong on God's words. Do what God tells you to do. If you truly love the person you want to get married to, be obedient to God.
0: Amen. Amen.
3: All right, Charles and Maureen? I'm going
0: to let Charles go first. <laughs>
1: No, I always tell her. You, you ever, Ty? You ever have a um, controversy with your with your mate when y'all be? I mean, even if you are talking about a verse in the Bible, you know, and y'all going back and forth what it means, what it says. You heard this person say, "Yeah." What yeah. makes us laugh is when God comes and confirms it.
0: See, God, 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 God is. sit and let.
1: He'll say no, it's like this, like, and then he'll send somebody.
0: Mhm. You know yeah. I mean? you,
1: you know, where Bishop will come up and say, you know, God just can't tell me to tell you you guys, you know, it, it's, it's not that deep, you know, it's this and that, you know. And, and you sit up there and you start looking and smiling and
0: laughing. God, that's what we've been waiting for all week. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We all find, right. yeah we are, it's like we knew, but we still needed uh, the, the court to be we have confirmation. confirmation.
1: confirmation is a beautiful
0: thing. Yeah, because it's like we think alike. I could start a sentence and he. And it's like I said, child. Like I can. Yesterday, it wasn't yesterday. I was sitting in the living room, and he got me up. He said, "Maureen, come here." I said, "Babe, I'm I'm resting my back. You know, I have these spasms. I'm resting." He said, "No, I want you to come smell this." And I was like. That's and, and that's Khalil's toy. Pastor Toy
1: gonna like this one, cause I now, I haven't smelled it yet, Pastor Toy. But when I went in my um, they call it <laughs> the former dining room,
0: I told Moya, I said I uh, smell the
1: oil.
0: In here. She said, Well, I said, hmm. No, you got to come.
1: You know, I know you're back hurting you know I pick you up and bring you in here, but you got to come smell this. As Soon as she walked in the former dining room, she said, That's Khalil's oil. I said, He letting you know it's gonna. He, he already said, Stick to the million dollar plan. It's gonna be okay. And that's when he mm, let uh-huh. me know. I never smelled this oil before.
0: Yep, and nobody hmm. else knows. And I was like, oh, that's Khalil, He here. I looked at him, I said, see, Charles, it's going to be okay. hmm And that, that that really makes us laugh because I sit them look,
1: you know, a lot of things. See, a lot of people don't realize, and my wife had to bring this to me. That's why I tell you, fellas, you got to listen to your wives because they got a lot of wisdom. Okay? Yeah. My wife had to tell me, I don't care if you, you're an elder, a bishop, whatever you are, you can always learn something. Even from your makeup. That's all right. When she said and told me, she said, you know what? She said, a lot of times people don't see Khalil because they're not ready for it. They don't hear Khalil because right. they're not ready for it. But when you're ready, you'll see him. He'll come talk to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, that's the same thing with my grandmother my grandma. You know, my mother, when they passed, and I, I had a, um, where is she from, in Nigeria? Mm-hmm. She told me, she said, and I didn't know her. We was in a dentist's office. I didn't know her from a can of paint. She said, if you need anything in your life, sir, she said, go down on your knees and talk to your mother. Yes, she, she said, did. because your mother is sitting there waiting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. I said, you know what? My mother died when I was 8 years old. I'm 64. Right. I'll be 65 in April. You know, and, and I had to think about that, you know, and it's almost like another relationship because I hadn't talked to my mom in so long. You know, I tell people, I said, look, you got to get back to the basics. You know how you talk to your mom every night before she went to bed and I was the last one I would eight, so I, I was like the baby right. boy. You know, I was mm-hmm. always hanging around with her. And, and then yeah, you have to get those things on, on um, Instagram where they say, who is looking out for you in heaven, you know, and then you, you, you uh-huh. look and play the game, push it up, and it said,
0: your mother.
1: hmm it, it said, your mother is
0: the one has your back. Yeah, because I, I truly, like I tell Pastor Toy all the time, I used to have, like, different visions and dreams of, like, whiteness floating around my room. And one time she said, Maroon, just stand under it. And I felt the hug, like a hug like never before. And it just made me fall to my knees and just sank them. Because Mm. I just needed that hug. I needed that confirmation that you got my back. You got my six. And I just needed that confirmation that he said he'd never leave me, nor forsake me. And it was to fill his love. Yeah. It just took me to another realm. Sometimes you need that. God
1: knows when you need that because, He, I mean, he knows what we're going to do before we can go through it. Yeah. So that's why I tell a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, when they say pray continuously without ceasing, mm-hmm. that don't mean you got to get on your knees all the time. You can be going to a job interview. God, mm-hmm. you know, I know Car. you're yeah. this job, and I know you already told you, you went before me.
0: Okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I was going to... Uh, Percasee, PA, the C one of my patients. And God said, just pull over and give me praise. I actually pulled over on the highway and just I ah, thank you, God. I just thank you. And by it. me pulling over, Dad, I don't know how long he kept me there, but as I was pulling off, it was so many car accidents in front of me. He said, I just needed your attention for a little mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. so you wouldn't mm-hmm. be in there. Mm-hmm. So I, his, on, I, was like, I I thank you He called, he called out his children Yeah, he know, just set me I need to talk to you real fast Pull over mm-hmm. And I was obedient And I just pulled over And I said, yeah. I just thank you And I didn't even realize I What I was thanking him for But he was telling me Just give me praise now So when you hear him tell you Just start praising him Because he sees something that is coming All oh, is coming And I just thank him
4: we got to remember when when God told the Israelites to march around um, Jericho's wall, he told them, march, march in silence for seven days. And then on that seventh day, he said, march in silence around the wall six times. And then on the, I want y'all to let out a shout of praise. Now, understand. Ooh. When they let out the shout of praise, the walls were still standing. When they was marching around the walls, the walls were still standing. And and here go the funny part. God didn't even say to them, and when y'all let out that praise on the seventh time, I'm gonna bring the wall down, he just said on that seventh time, shout. Praise. Just shout. Mm-hmm. We don't always see what the battle is that he is giving us the victory in when he tells us to praise him. We just got to give him that praise. The songwriter said, don't wait till the battle is over to shout, but shout now because you already know in the end you're going to (coughs) win. Just give him the praise right now. And then it was funny because I I was listening to you talk about um, smelling (laughs) Khalil and and his spirit just being present in the house. A lot of times, we got to remember being able, being sensitive to the spiritual realm is a gift. Everybody don't get that gift. Everybody don't see it. So a lot of times people can't see it. They don't understand what we're saying or what we're experiencing or going through because they're not sensitive in that area. They they don't have that gift. And some people have the gift, but they've convinced themselves that that was just childhood imagination. So they've killed it. You know, we were driving back to Philadelphia one day and, We were on Lincoln Highway. I don't know what that cross street was, but there was a man on the bike, um, Route 100. There was a man on the bike, and he started. Now, we're at the red light. We both looked, and we saw this man begin to cross the street riding his bike. When he got to the middle of the street, the man disappeared. I looked at Todd, looked back straight. I didn't say anything. He looked at me, looked back straight, didn't say anything. And then I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, yo, where'd that man go? Did you just see that? Where'd that man go? (laughs) Or driving up here. Sometimes I have to tell the spirits, yo, stop. I can't talk to y'all right now. I can't see y'all, feel y'all, hear y'all, none of that. Stop. Y'all breaking my focus. People wonder mm-hmm. why I keep gospel music on when I'm driving. That's why. It's not because I'm scared of them, but I need God to keep them a base so I can keep my focus. You driving mm-hmm. down the street and all of a sudden somebody's standing in front of your car and you drive right through them. I got to be able to tell the difference between who really in the street and, you know, who used to be in the street a long time ago and something happened to them.
0: You're right. Hmm. And it's just like well, you not know, yeah, right. Every-
2: So uh, we are at the conclusion of tonight's show, and uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining tonight. And uh, it's been fun, and I hope it's been fun for for everyone. And um, just simply, you know, um, in relationships, it's hard work. So uh, keep up the good, hard work um, in your relationships. And, um, you know, to everybody, um, we're we're signing off. And uh, join us again in two weeks. And don't forget tomorrow we have uh study for life and we'll see you at 9 p.m. okay and everybody uh let's say goodbye and uh we'll go ahead and end tonight's show.
4: Amen, God God. Be Amen. Amen.
0: Be blessed. going to fuck. Jesus, bless. He raised me I will, I will not, lose. not lose. He saved me I will, I will not lose. Not lose. I will not move. Never want to see you down. I will not move. Not